Hi, it's Julian from Productivity Matters, the podcast that is here to help you be better at getting things done, uh, hopefully through the use of apps, products and services. And, well, there's a little bit to talk through, so why don't we just go on and do it? Over the past week, I have been pro, uh, creating and producing and releasing individual daily episodes. I name them bite-sized because they were literally just two or three minutes long, what I've been up to during the day. And that was primarily because during, um, in the, well, for the last few uh, weeks now, sad to say, I have, I'm in between contracts uh, looking for work and I just decided I put out a daily episode of what I've been up to but also you know what I've been doing during the course of the day what's been keeping me busy but then I didn't want to really you know ignore the fact that there's so much else that I could talk about so back with a normal length episode if there is such thing as a normal length in podcast world what is a normal length of a podcast is what is it half an hour 15 minutes, 20 minutes, an hour. There are so many out there that are just many different lengths. I listen to podcasts that range literally from around about 12 minutes to some that are around about an hour. And I have to be honest that the hour-long ones I do have more trouble with. I do find that I, I either don't finish them or I listen to them sort of over a number of days listening periods i just can't get through them all whereas the short hit ones i do prefer i can take something away from them quite quickly and i I just sort of enjoy those and these episodes tend to fall into that element i mean i'm not going to produce something an hour long when i wouldn't listen to it myself so uh, yeah so i'm sort of produce these episodes probably be around about the 10 to 12 minute mark if i have enough to tell you uh, so I wanted to cover off a, a couple of things uh, in this uh, particular episode. One is Evernote and another one is Canva, the creative app. I talked about that briefly in one of the bite sides, uh, bite-sized episodes the other day. But I just wanted to sort of go into that in a little bit more detail. So, well, Evernote, first of all. Evernote got some bad rap in the not too distant past it it was given a hard time primarily because it appeared to have stopped appeared to have stopped moving on and I decided oh when it was due for renewal back in July I decided to downgrade from Evernote premium downgrade to plus which actually isn't available to subscribe to as a new subscriber but as an existing subscriber it's one way that they try and keep you keep you on board by giving you access to the plus version which is um more than the basic but not as much as premium and so i downgraded to the plus version and then realized that actually (laughs) i was using it enough that i really did need the premium and and it wasn't really beneficial to go backwards so uh, having said that the premium version is around about i think it's 45 pounds for the year and the plus version was around 25 pounds 30 pounds i can't remember the exact amount but i decided to re-upgrade and i did this a couple of days ago i re-upgraded to premium based on the fact that evernote had offered me an offer to go back to the premium version and taking into account the credit from the subscription to plus and the savings incentive that they had given me 
it actually only cost me £1.93 to upgrade to premium. I thought it was going to cost me about 30 quid. So I was pleasantly surprised that now I've got access to everything that Evernote has to offer on the premium service, which is multiple devices. I've got the full searches, can do the, the contextual lookup, which is quite good. And also I like the fact that when you're actually in Google and you're searching for something, it will bring up your Evernote notes that match that search as well. It's quite quite a, a nifty piece of searching that you can do there. I do love using Evernote. So I've been using it quite a lot uh, over the last few weeks to document and almost diarize my job hunt um, you know people I've spoken to when I've spoken to them uh, you know places where I've sent CVs into so I can track that uh, so it, it really does help with that but I also use it quite a lot with cub group that I run and uh, keeping notes and doing reviews of, of programs so that we can got them all in one place so uh, and also you know storing the job descriptions also of the jobs i'm applying for so the job descriptions are also being stored in evernote and eventually they'll come out i'll delete them and we'll move on and keep it flowing uh, and the one thing i do like about evernote i do keep it sort of quite tight it isn't filled with hundreds of thousands of notes I don't see the point in that and keeping stuff in there that I'm just never going to look at again. And certainly while with job descriptions for the roles that I'm looking for, I will eventually get around to deleting those because they'll have no bearing and no benefit for me in the future. One thing I do use it for is storing user manuals. I know it's a bit sad, but when we get a, a, a new piece of equipment, I will either go online and find the manual for it and, and attach it. Or, and this is even sadder, but I will scan the document and put it in there. So then I can just put the original document away. It's in the box or something. I do keep packaging. Do you keep the packaging for the box, for the equipment that you buy? I often get derided for it, but I have all the boxes for all the equipment that I have ever bought. Obviously, I get rid of it when I get rid of the equipment, but certainly I do have boxes in the loft with everything. And it did pay off many years ago when I had a car stereo stolen out of the car. Yeah, the car was broken into, the stereo was broken, uh, the police came round and I was able to give them the serial number because I had the box that it originally came in. Uh, now, obviously... I, ha I do actually, I have done in the past, keep a separate document with all the serial numbers of everything. But to be honest, if you've got the boxes, anything happens, you've got it all. And it also, if you want to sell things these days and you want to be able to send them on somewhere through eBay or whatever, then, you know, it pays to have the box rather than having to find some other packaging to put it in. So, yeah, I do keep all the boxes. Uh, so And so, therefore, the manuals that I've scanned will go into the box and they're kept in quite a pristine condition and some of them are many years old. Wow, that was a fair bit of rambling, wasn't it, about almost nothing. So Evernote, yes, I've upgraded. I'm back on premium, got the full functionality again, quite pleased. I was feeling a little bit, um, I was feeling a little bit like I was missing out, even though I wasn't actually missing out. But for £1.93, really can't go wrong with that, can you? Okay, here's a message for all limited companies, freelancers and contractors within the UK. Is your current accountant not providing the service you expected? 
A great accountant will save you time and money and make sure that you meet deadlines and provide expert advice to help you run your business in the most efficient way possible. Now, with InTouch Accounting, they will take care of all of your limited company's accounting and tax tasks for a monthly fee of £105 plus VAT. That will give you direct line to your personal dedicated accountant. They'll give you expert IR35 guidance, 24-7 portal access, and they'll also handle the switching process completely with no setup and no catch-up fees either. All your HMRC and company's house returns will be completed and filed on your behalf. And they also have access to contractor-specific mortgages, wealth and protection services. Now, I mentioned IR35 guidance. Uh, that's the UK tax rules for uh, contractors and freelancers. And they will offer unlimited IR35 reviews uh, with contract and working practices covered. They also have protection to allow you to switch between limited and umbrella services with minimum disruption in just one call with your finances being kept up to date and in one place and support with IR35 specialist law firms advising end hirers to mitigate the change in the regulations in 2020. Now, InTouch Accounting does come well Regarded, they've won the Best Contractor Accountant in the Reader Voted Contractor UK Awards for three years running. They have five out of five stars on Trustpilot. And they are Freelancer and Contractor Service Association recognised as the industry's compliance gold standard. And if you sign up with InTouch Accounting in September, they will give you a £200 Amazon voucher as a welcome gift. So you can contact them via the link in the show notes. I, the details there will uh, take you through. You can enter your information, have a conversation with them. It's a no obligation chat. Find out how In Touch Accounting can help you and your business. Okay, so I want to talk about Canva. If you don't know what Canva is, it's an online creativity studio I think is the best way of describing this it has so much to offer for creative people to create all sorts of things from leaflets flyers no leaflets are flyers posters book covers obviously social media posts is probably the main one these days but it, it can do all sorts of things infographics you can include video now within the canva templates there's so much to do and i use it all the time it has to be one of my most used apps and it's not even really an app it's it's on the web but it, but it's yeah it's not an app you don't download it there is an app for ios but it is i find it I find that quite painful to use, it has to be said. It's not the easiest app to use. Maybe it'd be better on an iPad, but I don't have an iPad, so I use it on my phone a little bit. I may start a creation on my phone, on the app, and then I'll pick it up on the web and carry on with it. But I do use it all the time for things like Instagram, Facebook, LinkedIn. Uh, I do Instagram stories on there. And the good thing about it, one of the big, big benefits of it is you can create one post in one size and then you can magically get it to resize it in all the other uh, social media sizes. So you could create a Twitter social media image and then you can, in one click, you could select Facebook and Instagram 
and you could ask it to resize and it'll do them both straight away you may need to make some small adjust adjustments to you know to, to fill the spaces and make it look better for for that particular platform but certainly everything's there all the elements the wording the imagery what have you it's just really easy and that is one of the main reasons i pay for it because that is only available on the pro version of canva you can do Instagram stories, and as I said before, you can also add videos into the creatives too, which is good. You can create brand guidelines as well. So I've got the same colours and the same sort of fonts that I use in pretty much all of my posts. So I can create a separate branding area within Canva and then call on that so that I don't have to go searching for them altogether. You can create folder structure. So I can create put all my Instagram posts in one folder, Facebook in another, Twitter, LinkedIn. You get the picture. Uh, so yeah, I do really like Canva and I really recommend it. It's really worth having a look at it. Uh, link to it is in the show notes so you can go and have a look. They offer a 30-day free trial for using their pro version and I do recommend it. Uh, I say it's 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 no um, obligation. As long as you cancel within the 30 days, then you won't be charged a penny or a cent and it, it's just... it's brilliant just absolutely brilliant go along have a look and you'll see how it makes your life so much easier with creating anything visual that you need to get created and that's about it from me for this episode do hope you enjoyed it uh, talked about evernote talked about canva and all sorts of bits in between next time out i'm going to be having a look at lumen 5 in a little bit more detail i touched on it in one of my bite-sized episodes i'm going to have a look at that in a little bit more detail in a in an upcoming episode in the meantime thank you very very much for listening to this i really do appreciate you taking the time to listen to a little old me who doesn't have a huge amount to say but loves to say it anyway details of how to contact me are in the show notes along with everything else that i've mentioned i do hope you'll join me next time until then please remember productivity matters